baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I'm not going to get into any conversations with President Trump, but I've said for over a year I'd be honored to serve in this administration in any capacity. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. It is the man, the myth, the one and only Mr. Todd Pyro. Battlehawk. And the newest Battlehawks fan. Battlehawk. Can we add that? Do your Battlehawk cry. I want, I want something that just says, I think you guys actually have it. But I like mine, Battlehawk. I think you already have that. You have that drop. Do we just play that over and over before we introduce you, Todd? Yeah. Yes. You you do you do Tina, and then you do Battlehawk. Cacaw. Oh, you like you guys really like the cacaw? Is that the official thing? As the number one fan, I should probably know this. I I guess it's what they're doing these days, right, Carl? Ah, there you go. They yell cacaw. They yell cacaw. Okay, that's good to know. Maybe that explains my uh, lack of fandom, why I have not received a package (laughs) from the Battle Hawks at my offices. Remember, for those of you listening out there, if if you're part of the team, make sure you mark it personal and confidential. Because oftentimes if it's Mm -hmm. not marked like that, uh, they have a tendency to disappear. My buddy buddy wrote a book and uh, sent me a bunch of books to hand out. Those books are gone. They never made it to you. Still waiting. Wow. Yeah. Is, is your co-anchor Carly Shimkus stealing from you? Oh, no, it's not Carly. No, no, no. Carly has so much junk in her office, she wouldn't know where to put it. Uh, trust me. She, I'm the very organized and anal is the word person. Like, if you go to my office, Mark, you've been here, but it's changed yes. since you've been here. Okay. Like, it is streamlined. You got to go. You got to do something different? No, not at all. Oh, you said okay. I thought you were done with me. Um, <laughs> That's the whole so thing. You, Let's go. Um, so it's completely streamlined now. And you'd love it. Carly's office, it looks like a, a, a Costco where a bunch of like people went through and just threw things on the ground. You used to share an office, didn't you, with her? With a- Adam Klotz. No, I yes. never shared an office because yeah. we, ch- we change in these offices. Okay, all right. So it would all be right. weird if I shared one with a woman. We're going to need picture evidence of <laughs> these offices. At least your wife might think that was a little weird. Anyway. She would be a problem. Yeah, the yeah. HR, everybody would be all over it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I shared an office with Klotz. We had a lot of good time. He young buck. He always working out. I, I I gained 35 pounds while we were in that office, so it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, good. Hey, you know, I know. Obviously, you guys have been covering what's going on up in New Hampshire. I I got a email this morning, and sometimes I ignore these things, but this is an email from some uh, oddscheckerglobalmedia.com. There you which go. I've never heard of before. Sure. They are running the odds on who's most likely to be Donald Trump's number two, his VP pick. If if uh, he gets the nomination here, which appears, okay, who do they got? Which appears likely, and the leading candidate is Elise Stefanik. I ran her soundbite wow. coming into the into the segment. She's running number one, uh, pretty I, I don't know, fairly close. U.S. odds plus four hundred on Stefanik, plus five fifty on Nome, plus six hundred on Vivek Ramaswamy. So those are the top three. You want to know why those are the top three? <clears throat> why is that? I think they're banking on Trump just picking somebody that he likes. Um, and he likes all three of them a lot. 
I don't think he likes Ron DeSantis that much anymore. I don't think he likes Nikki Haley, even though I think the the best choice to get the most people under the tent. I know a lot of people disagree with this, but there are also a lot of people who agree with this is Nikki Haley. Um, but if he just wants to have somebody he likes, which I don't think he did last time with Pence, I, I don't think they ever were like buddy, buddy. I, I think that explains those odds and why the odds makers are leaning toward those kinds of people. Yeah, uh, th- that's my guess. Pence was a very calm pick for him, right? Like a ca- yeah. sort of a counterbalance. Yeah, a counterbalance. But I think if, if if you listen to how the campaign was run last time, it was a combination of Trump just doing what he wanted to do, but listening to a bunch of different forces because he hadn't done this before. Yes. I think this campaign is him, yes, doing a lot of what he wants to do, but there is a a machine behind him now, and a machine that kind of knows what it's doing, and the proof has been in the pudding so far. They have run an elaborate campaign so far, from soup to nuts. Will that continue in the general, assuming that he is selected? We will see, but if all indications, all indications are that it will, so expect that pick to be much different than the Pence pick, which was forced upon him, and he ultimately went with it. Yes, they're going to pick somebody, but they, the the power brokers in the Republican Party, are going to pick somebody that serves their interests, but also is somebody that Trump will get along with and like. Mark my words. I definitely agree with you. I think if they're trying to get the most voters on board with Trump, I think Nikki Haley is the choice. I don't agree with that because I'm not a Nikki fan, but I, I would agree with that analysis, that thought. Yeah, she's we'll fifth. See. She's fifth in the odds makers picks here. It's Stefanik, Noam, Ramaswamy, Ben Carson, then Nikki Haley, and Tim Scott is below Nikki Haley. I figured if if you'd ask me in a blind test, I would have picked him as first or second on this list. Me too. I agree. And and look again, that kind of destroys my 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 narrative here. I'm, I I think the problem with Tim Scott. He checks one box, but he doesn't check the woman box. Interesting. And I, I, I think what, what, what fascinates me, if you get somebody like a Byron Donalds out there on the campaign trail, you get somebody like a Tim Scott, you could get the black vote. But we also need to remember, there are a lot more undecided women voters then there are undecided black voters. That's a good point. And Trump <laughs> needs to get the woman who scared that I'm not a fan of abortion, but I don't want I don't want the government in my body. Okay, Trump needs to win that person back from 2022. He also needs to win the woman back that he he lost in the suburbs in 2020. And a woman has a better chance of doing that than a black man. Hmm. Uh, And so I I wonder, uh, you know, obviously the ideal would be a black woman, but I don't know if a Winsome Sears is is enough of a name at this point. I love Winsome. I've interviewed her a bunch. I think she's amazing, but does the the undecided voter in Arizona, which is a swing state, know Winsome Sears? I I don't think she's I don't think she could be his pick. Could she? Isn't she? Uh, she isn't wasn't she born in the country. She's an immigrant. There you go. She? Well, there yeah, you go. I don't, well, that, I don't think she's an option. I could be wrong about that, but something in the back of my head tells me that um, she's not an option. But I agree with you. I, I think there's a couple of uh, strategic picks there. We'll find out what they do. Uh, what to, I, I would assume by t- obviously late tonight, maybe seven, eight o'clock, they're going to call a winner in New Hampshire. So uh, we'll be watching tomorrow morning. So if people can't watch, they need to DVR it, right, Todd? 
Yes. Uh, thank you, Mark Cox. By the way, I did another radio show where this pitch was in, and I totally missed the bait like five times. I was like, why is this guy continuing to talk to me about like if you miss the show, if you miss the show? And then finally I was like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Mark Cox, if you miss the show, you can DVR. You know, I understand if maybe in the, uh, the, the if you want uh, real-time election results – Maybe DVRing tomorrow isn't the way to go, uh, but if you want amazing analysis, then DVR tomorrow. That's a great idea. Fox and and every Fox. day going forward. <laughs> and if I was any indication, you know, we'll have the results of the New Hampshire primary in about 20 minutes. So we'll, right. uh, we'll see. It's, it's a great point. All right, Todd, have a great day, buddy. Thank you. You too. You All too. Right, we'll see you now. Thank you. Yeah, they're like, hey, Todd wants you to remind people to DVR the show if you can't watch it. So I did my job there and <laughs> brought it up. Todd would have forgotten, I think. That's funny. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.